welcome to another episode of 90 Day Soiree. My name is Brandon, and I'm joined by Mr. Todd. Hello. Kristen. Hi there. Keisha. Howdy. And my lovely wife, Paula. Say hi to the good folks, Paula. Hi, good folks. Oh, I thought I had it timed perfectly with the song. There was like another little song. Oh, that's Fuck. disappointing. So, so that's that's us. Ta-da. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome to professional podcasting. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you for joining me today on this beautiful day where we get to talk about the best reality show ever. And it's been a wild. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> It's been a wild week for us guys. Uh, we launched and uh, we the reviews are the reviews are coming in hot. The reviews mixed. are in. They're mixed. <laughs> I guess I guess <laughs> mixed. <laughs> mixed is a nice way to put it. Uh, Keish, you're the you saw you're the one who, fo- who found the review, right? Yeah, so I was all excited because I was like, oh, people are listening, which means people are giving us reviews. It's not my parents, which is nice. <laughs> And then I started scrolling. So we had five or eight, eight total reviews, 4.5 stars. And I was like, 4.5, that's dramatic. And so I looked at someone who actually <laughs> submitted and wrote a review. And the I'll read it to you. It's what? Question mark, question mark. One star. Mrs. RLS. I don't know where to begin. The funeral in New Orleans? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, that's not a thing that is done here. And then I tried clicking to see if there was more. That's and I, it. That was it. She was, that's all. She was mad about that. Yep. But, 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 but she's just like, where do I start? Where are you going to finish? There's nothing. Yeah. You just started. She might as well have been like, Haha, good one, guys. And then left it at that. <laughs> she has never been invited to one. And she's it's an, an extremely yeah. sore subject for her. I feel for I her. I feel bad. All right, guys. Uh... So things are getting pretty crazy in the happily ever after world. And like the reason I love this spinoff is just to show you that after the fairy tale story ends, things go to hell. And when the fairy tale was not a fairy tale to begin with, it's going to be even worse. Todd is going to give us, before we start, a brief summary of what happened and happily ever after. Thank you, Brandon, for that handoff. Uh, so these summaries are brought to you by the Internet Movie Database, which you can access at <laughs> internetmoviedatabase.com. Can I find it on Bing? <laughs> you got to Bing it. <laughs> 90 Day Soiree brought to you by Bing and internetmoviedatabase.com. Here are the summaries of Happily Ever After? Question mark. Episodes. I don't know the numbers. They were aired on July 5th and July 12th. Here we go. First, she's a wolf. Elizabeth's new discovery threatens the wedding. Colt comes clean to his mother. Karine discovers more about Paul's America. Karine <gasps> <Carine> Falar. <laughs> Angela is desperate for a witness. Larissa makes a surprising call. Ooh. Kalani and her mother go head to head with Asuelu. And the next episode that we'll talk about, we're going to do a twofer is Drive Me Crazy Like a Roulette Wheel. Who comes up with these titles? Some intern. <laughs> All right. I, I guarantee you it's the last thing he has to do before he leaves the office or she it's leaves like, the office. Okay. Uh, 
They're in Vegas, so uh, roulette. It's a no, wheel yo, driving. Cr- like oh, I got quotes. it. I can go home. Can I go home now? <laughs> You're not they paying are quotes me. From yeah, the- they're quotes. So okay. Are they? She's a wolf. Larissa tells Jess. Oh, is that about Debbie? Yeah, that Debbie's a wolf. Huh. And then oh. the roulette one when Larissa's meeting. What's his name? The boy er- Eriki. Um. Eric, he tells her, Ooh. oh, yeah, I forgive you, but no, you like had me spinning like a roulette or whatever the title is. They yeah. picked oh. the most obscure lines. I don't even remember those. Uh, they're just they're just like looking through the transcript and just being like, all right, done. What's the least home. memorable <laughs> stupid yeah, line? Hopefully said by Larissa. It's like, call my attorney. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So drive me crazy like a roulette wheel. Larissa has a date with a mystery man. In Nigeria, Angela receives a horrific first day surprise. Colt's mother meets his girlfriend. Kalani's father finds out about Asuelu's misdeeds. Elizabeth and Andre have a rocky first morning in Moldova. Okay, so our first couple, Colt and Jess, and I guess Larissa. We'll call it, I don't know, a threesome. It's a we thruple. went through this. It's and a threesome. It's a, they're their it's own a, no, person. Foursome. Yeah, well, no, they're, they're all part of the same storyline. Sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, Debbie. Mm. Mm-hmm. It would be cold, jazz Debbie. So I was pretty happy to hear Debbie initially say that she would not judge Colty's new girlfriend just because she was from Brazil. Um, but it's funny because we've talked about in the past how... It, the parents and the kids always get it, right? And I feel like Debbie gets it, and she's trying to explain to Colt what everyone else is thinking. And I realize the reason we love this show isn't because it's about marriages. It's because it's about self-delusion. And, like, seeing how deluded Colt is and how much he doesn't get it, like, there's something What isn't he getting? Um, the fact that like they barely know each other and this girl already wants to get married, Mm. like Mm. not to be the cliche, you know, side character on the show, but I I just don't think that's, I don't think that's, that's love. I I think there are certain, you know, visa concerns that she has and that's the motivation here. Sure. Well, let's go through it. All right. So as per the description that Todd Gave us. Colt comes clean to Debbie about Jess. And he's like, hey, I have a new girlfriend. She's Brazilian. And she's just like, ooh, oh, okay. She's like taking it pretty chill. Um, and he's like, yeah, and I'm going to go to Brazil to meet her family. And she's like, oh, okay, whatever. And then on the next scene, we learn that she's tagging along to the trip. Did he invite her? She, yeah, Debbie invited herself. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, she invited herself because I think she says to the camera that she wants to make sure Colt is not taken advantage of and she wants to see where it just comes from and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, she'll be living with this person for the rest of her life, right? Because, like, <laughs> good point. They're never. She's like, roomies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then you see Colt FaceTiming with Jess, and she's like, oh, I told my mother about you. She's like, oh, cool. And then she's like, yeah, she's coming to Brazil. And her face is just like, oh, what? <laughs> Why? Mm. 
That's a great question. Why? And it, and it gets it gets so bad from there. Yeah. Actually right. arriving. It's like about it's as bad as you'd think it would be. Mm-hmm. From Debbie's right. perspective, like, okay, didn't she say that this is the first time she's left the country? Yep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So hey, good for her, right? That's I, awesome. Exactly. And good for My, her. Yeah. I was like, why is Debbie coming? And then when I heard she had never left the United States, I realized that the only thing I cared about in this show from now on is Debbie going to another country. Mm-hmm. That to me now is the most interesting part of the storyline is Debbie's like insulated view in Brazil. And boy, mm-hmm. was she dramatic. Like she <laughs> Brandon oh, travel. Yeah. Brandon, do your next um, social post should be Debbie as Carmen San Diego. <laughs> in the world. <laughs> This Where in the one. world is she taking an angry nap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she just is four, just five, to, five to ten minutes or take me to the hospital. Yeah. Okay. The whole like, if I don't go to sleep, I'm going to go to the hospital thing. <laughs> is, that the, is that a thing? <sighs> I don't know. But I mean, like, you know, she's jet lagged. Give her a break. I mean, oh, I totally. get it. I get very cranky when I don't sleep and eat. But I mean, that was Well, let's. Too so much. the jet lag thing. Keep in mind, she's going to Brazil, so it's like a two or three hour difference. It's not huge, but it was a <laughs> sure. long travel day. That's a major yeah, that's a point. travel event. Yeah. So I get that. And she's just had a long travel day, and that sucks. And then she has to get in a cab, and her son and this stranger are fooling oh, around. They're straight Ugh. up right? making out. Oh, yeah. I know. And they're already yeah. like, they're doing like sexy talk. I'm looking up flights from Las Vegas to Brazil. And it's a minimum 14 and a half hour flight. Mm. Oof. Yikes. Yeah. And I think with the connection, didn't she say they were traveling for 20 hours? Yeah. So? Yeah. It or says yeah. two stops, 21 hours and five minutes. Yeah. So it's, Can't Colty get a direct flight? Come on, man. Use the TLC money. Listen, to get a listen. Flight. Colt's paying for Jess's ticket. For his it's ticket. True. It's true. <laughs> like what Colt does with his money is his business. Like Colt I know they won't tried even to buy shame a him. Second hotel room. Okay. <laughs> this dude. This okay. What? So he's like, I'm gonna save what five hundred bucks or something mm-hmm. at tops. Right. And and we'll all stay in one hotel. He's like, I thought we were getting a suite. Dude, I don't care if you thought you were getting a suite. If you thought that there was anything other than a straight up wall separating you from your mother when you are trying Insane. to spend this valuable time with your girlfriend, right? Oof. Your mom doesn't want that. Your girlfriend doesn't want that. You don't want it. You don't know it yet. What is this but, guy thinking? But he said, he's like, it's my it's my mother's first time out of the country. I want to keep her close to me. What the fuck? She you wants her privacy. She wants to take a nap. Like, let her have some space and just oh like... Oh my God. And I Good think grief. it tells you a lot about Colt when he gets in the hotel room. He realizes he made a huge mistake. He tries to like make excuses and cover it up. When in reality, it's like, bro, just say, "Hey, I'm oh, I messed up, guys." But I think he's trying to say, "Well, it's not that bad." Like he's trying to put huh. people in an awkward situation to kind of confirm that what he did wasn't right. really. Listen, that big yeah. a deal. we're talking about a person who. Had a car in Las Vegas with no air conditioning. This is an oh, extremely God. cheap man. Oh, that's I do not believe for Good a point. second that he did this by accident. He did it on purpose. He knew full well. He was like, well, this is going to suck, but it's going to save me 50 bucks. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. He should he totally have had, did. when they saw the room, he should have turned around, 
yep. gone down to the front desk yep. and gotten a second room. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, it's her first time out of the country. So it was like, I don't know. Like, I'll give her a break. But she's like, should I bring a bikini? That's got to be nerve wracking. I don't know. But when she said, I want to see what their Walmart looks like. I'm not going to lie. I was like, <laughs> I too want to see what a yes. Brazilian Walmart okay, look, looks like. Why would you want, you're going to Brazil. You want to go to That's Walmart? That's interesting stuff. No, okay. Like as, as snotty as I can be about travel and all of this, like I, the things that I love to do when we travel, there are two things in particular. I want to go to the, like the, a normal grocery store, like mm-hmm. a normal everyday. This is just where people go grocery store because it's going to be completely different or it's going to be exactly the same. And both things are going to amaze me. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I want to do <laughs> is go to McDonald's yep. and I, because it's yeah. like McDonald's is. I get the McDonald's. Yes. Yeah. It's just like a carbon copy of a culture. But not right? always. Yeah. Sometimes there's a surprise. Dolphin on the menu. Yes. There's a curry I'll sauce say, you get with your nuggets in Denmark. True. And there's also a coconut pie you get only in Hawaii. And it's amazing. It's the yeah. only yeah. reason to visit and they Hawaii. They do spam and rice for breakfast. Like, it's amazing. That yeah. So I think in Paris they had a double crispy McBacon. Oh. Le Big Mac. Ooh. Amazing. Well, they usually kind of like base their menu off of the country, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to grocery stores. It's going to be, that's a big topic with this episode. It goes back to Paul and Karini and we'll talk about that. Well, what Um, I thought was silly, it's like, okay, she wants to see a Walmart, which it could be different, right? And mm -hmm. there's a lot of other things she could see in Brazil to impress her. But the first time we hear Colt ask Debbie if she's impressed with Brazil, they're in the Brazilian airport. Yeah, they're inside the airport. Spoiler alert. Looks like every other airport <laughs> on Earth. Well, there's yep. no Annie Ann's here, so this place is shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's my yeah, idea. she's like, it looks all right. There's a Panda Express. <laughs> Where are all the slot machines? <laughs> oh, Debbie. It's not a very good Debbie. <laughs> no, it's not a very good Debbie. Uh, but yeah, then to be fair to Debbie, like they, they get there finally. They meet Jess, and it's a little awkward. Um, like I like Jess, but... She was just kind of like, I don't know if standoffish is the right word, but she's she, being like, a little unfair to Debbie, yeah. considering Debbie's the circumstances in the travel and Debbie's older, you know. Yeah. She like right. embraces cold and whatever. And then she's just like, oh, hi, like very awkward to Debbie. And maybe it's like me having it like engraved in my brain from growing up. Like you always say hello, be nice. But she was just like, oh, hi, it was really weird. And Debbie's just, mm. like, standing there. Um, <laughs> and then when they're, like, interviewing them, you know how they do those, like, cam shots of, like, oh, how do you feel you're here? And it's, like, the three of them. And Jess is like, oh, yeah, I just need some alone time with Colt for sex. Ha, 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 ha. It's like, okay. That's all she talks about. It's a bit That's much. That's enough. We get yeah, it. Yeah, like, come on. You like Colty's dicky. We get it. <laughs> the making yeah. out in the car and in front of his mom was just, like, come on. How yeah. old are you guys? That was too much. Honestly, yeah, it's just so yeah. loud. It really plays to the like this Brazilian stereotype, and I don't know how I don't know how to unpack that, but yeah, it's <laughs> no, I get that. Like at least they could have sat in the back seat and let Debbie have the front and make well, out in the back. You know what? That's true. At the same time, that's true. Debbie shouldn't have been there. There's no reason for sure. Debbie to have gone there, and it's frustrating because at one point Colt says. He thinks his mom has too much impact on his relationships. And no like, shit. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Dude. 
if she, when she was like, I'm going to come, you should have just been like, no. no. No, you aren't. Yeah. No, you can watch the, the video trip? of it later when it airs on <laughs> TLC. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do a pillow talk together of our own episode. And that's when you can see what happens. I mean, in defense of him, if the only yeah. reason he brought her is because he thought it would make great TV, then, you know. Touche. That's off. Yeah. Well, that's probably what I mean. TLC probably was like, ah, oh, you know, you know, they're yeah. neighbors, right? So they're like, oh, yeah. we'll cover her ticket if she goes. Oh, okay. That just if if TLC is willing to pay for anything you want to do, I'm down. Do not do it. Oh, I was gonna. <laughs> do not do it. It I is a like, good sign. I was like, I'm you down. You should not do it. No. Dang it. Okay. Uh, if TLC was like, hey. We're going to fund your podcasts. I would quit immediately. Brandon. Stop. We could afford it. We're in the red. Across all three of four Thanks of your Thanks to this podcasts. one star review. We're now in the red. Oh, You're ruining man. our livelihood, Mrs. RLS. <laughs> Are you happy? We hope you're happy. Wait, it's RLS? Mrs. RLS. As in like. R.L. Stein? Stein? That's what I thought too! <gasps> Is this the wife of R.L. Stein? <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps. That's the, the author so. of Goosebumps. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Fear so. Street. That'd Whoa. be cool. I mean, R.L. Stein, uh, the, Fear Street is the act, like that's the legit series. Goosebumps is the baby version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all know this. I'm too scared to read Fear Street. I've never read one. They're teenagers. No, I'm scared of goosebumps. That's that that version already is too scary for me. Kristen, what do you think of Debbie? I think Debbie is just honest. She's how we all feel after we travel a long distance, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to sleep. I don't care that the country I just arrived in, it's 9 a.m. and everybody's starting their day. I'm going to go to bed. Leave mm-hmm. me alone and I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I'm going to call you names yeah. if you try to get me to go to the Queen's Castle, wherever the hell you think is like the most interesting place for me to see. I don't care. The it's, airport. You already saw it. You see it's it? the airport. I mean, we're not, it's not hard. It's like, show me the Panda Express. Yeah. Bring me mm-hmm. to my shitty bed. Let me threaten mm-hmm. you with going to the hospital if you don't let me nap, and then just let me nap. Oh, then I just, we'll get to go. I just gotta show you this beautiful park we have. No, <laughs> I've you seen one park, you've seen them all. <laughs> let me it's guess. So there's a sculpture, there's a fountain, and there's plants. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> let me go to bed. God damn it. We're all going to the hospital. Show bed. me your hospital. I am. I was happy to see that Debbie does seem to be impressed with Jess, even if she's kind of turned off from all of the... Imp- like, wait, flirtation. define impressed. She said she was voluptuous. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's Debbie impressive. Said that? Yeah. 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 She, said she, was, that. she was like, oh, voluptuous? Wink, wink. And I'm like, yeah. I'm uncomfortable wait, what? with that. Really? That, I yeah. totally missed that. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. So th- granted... Jess, I mean, Jess is is a very pretty woman, hmm? but she is a very different. Kind of, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't like how Jess looks at all. I don't get the attraction. No, see, this is how the way you say it, Todd is. I could see how some other men would find her attractive. I am that, that is what Quincy says, and it's Jess. amazing. Wow, I don't, I don't understand well, the problem. Wow, well, I guess I should tell you, I'm personally very attracted to Colt. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wow, should swing. We to, we'll talk you should later. Swing with Colt and Jess. We'll talk later. Okay, so or anyway, Debbie. 
I could understand how some anonymous men whom I would never meet in the real world might find Jess attractive. But it's like a very different look than Larissa. And there's a Jess mm-hmm. is much more down to earth, right? Yeah. Jess, so I but think Jess like has, Debbie's she has the glasses on like every nineties, early two thousands teen rom com where it's like Oh no! This girl is so awkward, and she's so ugly. We need to give her a makeover, and they just take a they take off her glasses, and they shake her hair out, and she's and like, like absolutely whoa, whoa, whoa. just stunning and, and so gorgeous. And suddenly she's Anne Hathaway, and everybody's yeah, like, true. "Oh my god, she's been here all along!" And it, like that's exactly the look she reminds me of is like those movies. Like, Jess, we know, we get it. You're beautiful. Take off your glasses and stop. <laughs> All right, any last notes on uh, Colt and Debbie and Jess? Yeah, actually, I have the last notes. Colt, fucking Colt, told Jess, oh, this girl Vanessa, I'm not going to talk to her anymore. Oh, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Like Vanessa! And yeah. then Vanessa fucking... shows up for dinner with Colt and Debbie. Ooh. Bro. Oh, my and God. And then it... they slept together. Yes. Fucking what? He... Yeah. So the funny thing, though, is with, but I think it was the episode before when Jess had asked about Vanessa, right? And Colt mm-hmm. was like, oh, she's just a friend. She's like, who's this girl? She keeps calling you. She keeps calling you. And I remember we were watching that, and Quincy was like, I don't know what the big deal is. Like, why doesn't she trust him? And I was like, excuse me, when a woman has instinctual, like, red flags about another woman, 100% of the time it's accurate and yes. it's validated. Yes. Yep. And yeah. he's like, no, she's just being jealous. And then this episode showed up. I literally was like, mm-hmm. What was that? <laughs> Vanessa? What was Vanessa's thing? Showing up yep. with her boobies out? That's not a family dinner outfit. It's because we like, know how right. it works. We know we know all the tricks. <sighs> we know them all. Mm-hmm. We can see them a mile away. <laughs> you can't trick us. Yeah. Idiots. So this guy, like Colt I saying, thought she was just being a nice friend. Brandon, you're absolutely right. Like him... Him saying on national, I'm sorry, was it Paula? Were you uh, who said like it's just saying this on national TV, right? Is it's super unnecessary and uncool, and you can you can do the whole like kind of wink wink like I don't want to talk about it, and like everybody will get it, and we can move on, right? But right, there is like Jess made a request, he didn't fulfill, and that's it. Like how, you can't walk back from that. Yeah, he's lying. He's straight up lying to her. And I think he feels like he has, you know, he has um, a power in the relationship. Like, I think, you know, and we've seen how that could backfire, like with someone like Big Ed. So we'll see how, you know, things work out with uh, Colton, uh, Colton Jess. Mm-mm. Yeah. I just like, why don't you just date Vanessa? Well, she's not interested. It's too easy. She's too available. Mm. There are multiple guys in this whole series and the whole pantheon of 90 Day who they explicitly demonstrate like there is somebody at home that you have known who likes you and you obviously at some point like them. They're right in front of you. Why are you going abroad for all of this? Mm-hmm. And this is one of those situations. So why yeah. can't he just like, you know, don't don't overcomplicate things for yourself, man. Maybe he's got to make a Vanessa jealous. And you do that by having a reality TV show relationship with a woman from another country, I guess. The fact that Vanessa was even willing to be on the show means that yeah. like she's invested in this. Yeah, she signed a release, you know. So she didn't have to do she, that. She didn't have to do that. Yeah. No. And and but but correct me if I'm wrong, 
he said that he pursued it, but she wasn't interested in a relationship with Colt. Is that what that was? That what that was? He kind of claims that, yeah. But I don't believe anything he says. I don't know. Like, the fact that she's sitting there having dinner with Colt and Debbie. Yeah, they're, like, all, ch- like, buddy-buddy. And I'm like, Yeah, no. and making conversation. And I don't know. I, I feel like she would be interested. I don't know. I don't know. Vanessa, let us know. <laughs> Give us a call. To this. Leave us a review. <laughs> Leave us a, a one-star review. Tell us if you believe uh, funerals in New Orleans have propped up dead people. <laughs> True or false? Or, or at least one did at one point in time. <laughs> That's it. And it made the news. Okay. Larissa. So um, in the first episode, Larissa's big moment is calling up Jess. Okay. And giving her a stern Why? warning about Debbie and Colt. Can we talk like, about uh, her name? Of, uh, in Larissa's oh, yeah. phone. Was it, was it Colty Gal? Yes, Colty Gal. Oh, yeah. Colty Gal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Larissa. I think Larissa's great, honestly. <laughs> She's the star of the show. Yeah. She's fantastic. Colty Gal. And she made how much money? Uh, we, we saw the 22? story. 22? Uh, yeah. According 22, to, 000. I'll tell you, according to Life and Style, Larissa made $22,000 on cameo and that's how she pays for some of her um procedures that's amazing yeah, baby goat baby goat I lisa know. said they paid for a house with cameo what right? oh. i have a hard time believing baby goat lisa is more popular than lois on cameo well, the, but okay imagine the kind of house that baby goat lisa lives in <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well i i think larissa has some valid things she could say about colt but I think the first thing she says about him is that he's like a whale. <laughs> like, oh, you're not starting off on a strong moral a whale. high ground here. But I did I did understand what she was saying, that he will hold your immigration status as a way to control you. And yep. if things don't work out, he will be vindictive about it. And that is something that she should know, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just... That's your whole life. You know, if that doesn't work out, it's like, oh, you can go back to your country. But it's like you don't you don't just have this entire life waiting for you mm-hmm. in the country that you left. Right. Like we see that in the uh, in the other way with Jihoon and Devin. Devin. Lady, D. Lady D. Lady D. <laughs> so it's it is. I, I, I thought that was a good warning and I thought it was legitimate i thought her warnings about debbie uh, a bit over the line i didn't think were too fair well she calls her a wolf that's why the episode is called she's a wolf i mean i want someone to call me a wolf that's cool (laughs) that is cool i wonder if she meant to say like a sheep and wolves clothing or something (laughs) but it got lost in translation (laughs) yeah she just went right to wolf yeah well like it's funny like i I really admire that Larissa, like we make fun of how she adds E to the end of it, but like most Americans can't speak a second I language. I love it though. I can't I speak love it. a I second language. And what I loved is that she felt the confidence enough to use an English or American idiom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At like one point she asked, you know, um, Jess, if Colt ever hides her phone and Jess says yes. And she says, 
welcome to the club. <gasps> and wow. I was just like, I would never have enough confidence in wow. another language to use one of their cultural idioms. And she used it correctly. Yeah. Yeah, you really should be getting on that Spanish too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I've spent so many years trying to learn Spanish and she's such a better speaker than me. Um, you yeah, know, for, for her sure. English instead of, you know, me Spanish, but still. Yeah. I think we're seeing we're seeing a couple of different people on the show this season uh motivated to learn English to uh drag their men because Karini yes. <laughs> Learned oh, how to yeah. say, yes. Paul, you are a <laughs> terrible father. There's no better motivation, <laughs> honestly. So I love, maybe that's something that we're missing in, um, I don't know, middle school and high school foreign language classes is just like rage, <laughs> I love it. like this rage to drive you to learn like how to drag somebody. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, don't worry about asking where the library is. <laughs> Here's how you describe someone's a sheep in, in wolf's clothing. Here's yeah. how you berate somebody in front of their parents. Um, how yeah. do I say uh, you're a terrible lover in Lebanese? <laughs> so you're in Moldova and this family is is talking about you and you need to listen in and, and tell them that, you're, that their son is a little pussy boy. How do you say that? There you go. Oh, my God. Kristen, thank you for reminding me. Uh, we announced it last week. Our uh, tour uh, in Moldova uh, tickets are actually mm -hmm. on sale now. So uh, go to our website. Oh Wait, God. question. Because as of today, I don't think we're allowed to travel to many places. Oh, I'm They're sure not we can travel us. to we Are Moldova. we welcome in Moldova? Yeah. yeah. We can go to All Chad right. and Moldova and that's it. Those are the only two countries that will accept <laughs> Americans. So please buy tickets, Great. all of our tour dates. We have 36 different cities in Moldova that we'll be visiting. The largest 36 cities. We all know yeah, them. the largest 36 cities mm -hmm. and villages. Moldovastan. Oh. New Moldova City. Moldovopolis. <laughs> Moldovopolis. <laughs> Las Moldovas. <laughs> and Moldovan Miami. I like it. <laughs> Moldovan Miami. <laughs> We also see Larissa. Uh, I was excited to see another oh, right, blind right, right. date because mm -hmm. I loved the one last week. Ooh. And Todd, listening back to your description, I thought it was impeccable. Uh, but it seems like she's trying to get back together with her old fling. Well, so it wasn't a blind Eric. date. It was it was like it was an not. angry date with a with a really bitter dude. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like you fucked me over. You did this and that, but whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not air mad. all this on TV. Like you yeah. just you broke up with me via text. You did this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah, Kristen, are you a big Eric fan? No, I think he's really boring. I honestly can't tell him apart from the other guy that's new on the show this season. <laughs> Melissa, though, Melissa. Tim? Oh, the guy who's going to Columbia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Columbia. Oh, Columbia. the totally forgettable dude. I don't know. I can't tell yeah. them apart. Is that the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> so two episodes we're reviewing in this show, and the only notes I have for Tim are. Not interested, Tim. I I have nothing to say about him. I He's, there's nothing the to worst, say. I honestly. have to take a nap when he comes on, or else I will go to the hospital. <laughs> it's true. Oh God! She doesn't have her nap. And is he Eric? I really don't know. I can't. I honestly don't know. 
It could be a stranger that they're calling yeah. Eric. We don't know. Who <laughs> no, can remember he has this? That Texas thing. Like I was like, Paul, doesn't he re- kind of re- remind No, that's you of Tim. Matthew not Mc- Eric. Yeah. That's Sorry. Tim. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll save this for the Tim section yeah, whenever he's interesting for enough for us to talk about him. For the two seconds we'll spend on him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, um, but I, I remember they previewed. They had to do like a recap. They did like that preview recap thing of him. And then he wasn't even in the episodes, right? No. They're just like, remember, there's this guy and he cheated on her and he's going to Columbia at some point. No, even TLC yeah. was like, oh, shit, we're going to have to like actually keep this up for the whole season. What do we do? Yeah. They took forever to like announce what his secret was. They always do. And, I'm just, and it was a lame but it was, No, there but it was like secrets. longer than usual. I'm just like, y'all, what mm-hmm. did he do? I was getting so frustrated. And I was like, did yeah. he kill someone? Right? Because the longer it goes, the worse you think it is. Like, are we saying more like a Jeffrey thing where he did multiple things? Like, which is it? He's like, oh, I just cheated. Ah, okay. Get in line. They all, <laughs> haven't like all of them done that? Like, so many right. of them are in debt to each other because one of them cheated. Ugh. Yeah. Didn't Nicole cheat on Azen? <laughs> Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Come on. She was hanging out at another man's store. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, but wait, there isn't a store. What have you been doing? Are they still stuck in Morocco together? Aren't they going to be on this season? Are they? Oh, surprise. Are they still in the desert? Has anyone checked on them? He has to. She's still climbing that dune. (laughs) At what point you just give up? You are a whore and you will not disrespect me like this today. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Next, we have Holy Moly, Kalini and oh What God. a couple oh episodes. It is tragic. It was. Oh, it's my so hurtful. God. Big scoop of so dipshit. Previously, we knew Asuelu wanted to go home and see his family, but because there was a uh, outbreak of disease there and his baby's measles. measles and he couldn't get his youngest baby vaccinated, Kalini had to cancel the trip. And you would say, well, she's not canceling it. They're canceling it. But the He's way that Asuelu acts, it's kind of like Kalini canceled his trip. So in these two episodes, we see Asuelu trying to make Kalini as miserable as possible as they go west to California. And I'm just wondering, girl, did you not tell him that there was volleyball in California? <laughs> Good point. That's there are true. also smoothie shops that give out samples in California. There you go. <laughs> if you need yeah, to pick so up nobody, hours. nobody wants to take their work with them on vacation. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. That's true. Um, so we unplugged. see them pack up and they get in the car. They're going to California. It's Kalani, the two kids, Asuelo, and her mom. And I think it starts with Kalani like, oh, the baby was sick. I barely slept. I'm so tired. And he's like, oh, well, why didn't you just cancel the trip? I mean, everything for the baby's health, right? Like, Ugh. that's the most important thing, right? Child. He's just like, giant child. At some point, she's like, my back is killing me. I need help back here. Let's switch places. Um, and he's like, no, what's the point? They're just going to want boobs. That was horrible. Okay, I'm going to ask this, and I'm asking this from the best place possible. Has he just been high this whole season? <laughs> <laughs> you know his eyes are very red. All the time. Because there there has to be some reason for why he thinks the way he's been talking to her is at any point acceptable. I feel like he'd be nice, though, if he were high. 
Or maybe he's more confident. That's true. Is that what happens? I've never done it, so I don't know what that what it does to people. Mm. Never? Never. never. I, he just he just seems like a what's the nice I don't know if there's a nice way to put this. It, Let's he, not try to diagnose. Right. I think there's like anyone. a developmental issue. Mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on with him. Dr. Todd. <laughs> Diagnosis. You see. Well, you're a man. Honestly, he'd probably listen to a diagnosis from yeah, you true. over the female doctor that told him yes, not to take his child. Yep. To, yeah, because you're a man. Yep. Here's here's the like, assume that this is right and this is how people should live. Well, why doesn't he talk that way in front of his father-in-law? Uh-huh. But him being like that only in front of the women reinforces mm. the fact that he does not respect women. No. And in yes. front of his mother-in-law. It, he's... Yes. Uh, it's so... It's so cringy. It's stupid. It's just a stupid thing to do. She looks like she's going to yeah. drive the car off a cliff because she just has no idea how to even comprehend the ridiculous no. behavior that she's listening to in that mm-hmm. car. Ride. I mean, can you imagine this asshole got your... Daughter pregnant now, like they're twice. married twice. Ugh. He doesn't help around the house, and now he's talking to her like that in front of you. I, I don't. I would have parked the car and dropped him off in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. It's terrible. This like it's idiot so baby bad. Huey moron <laughs> chauvinist. Like, is it, okay to try to put myself in his shoes for a moment. He is obviously deeply unhappy. Yep. Like yeah. Yeah. profoundly, he he regrets moving to Utah. He wants to go back home. This is a terrible mistake. It's too late, right? So I think a lot of this is probably coming from this like weird, self-destructive, depressive kind of mm-hmm. thing that he's got going on. But mm-hmm. man, it, he is one of the most frustrating people on the show ever. Yeah. yeah. I got to admit, though, I, I did, um, I don't know, sympathize or empathize with him when he was talking about the frustration of not able to speak the same language as eloquently because he can't express his feelings in, you know, a, a very sophisticated manner. And I think, you know, that's what's always hard about kind of judging a lot of these people too critically when their grasp of the language is, you know, maybe a little rudimentary. Like, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but I, I get that. Sure, but to that point, there's tools. Like fucking Paul and Carini have been communicating via a translator on the phone for years. That's true. You are not able to communicate the same way. Hey, let's use a translator and try to communicate. I mean, there's also dance. You can do some interpretive feelings dances, you know? That's right. Yeah. There's a Pictionary, I don't know, trade. (laughs) Two words, (laughs) unhappy. It's just like there's so much... uh, teenage behavior from him like the whole like staying yes. locked in your room thing like i did that did didn't we all do that when we were teenagers like yeah. your parents mm-hmm. piss you totally. off and you're like i'm never coming out of my room again yeah and it's like oh yeah. come on like, get out of the room and it's it's your son's birthday what are you doing he's like playing call of duty which is like what every <laughs> boy who's like rebelling against their parents is playing I love. Plus, does he not know that there are video game volleyball? There are volleyball <laughs> uh, video games out there. Extreme beach volleyball. Is that what you're saying, Brandon? 
Yeah. I, okay. One question though. Why does the dad and uh, Kalani? Why do they both have laryngitis? They never explain like why they both have laryngitis. <laughs> they just got sick. That's what true. happens? And I love. Like the dad, I think is so wonderful. Like he's just like he tells it like it is, right? He's great. Yeah. But he has laryngitis, so he's he has to do all this a little bit quieter, which is more terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's yes. way more terrifying. Yes. He's so clearly intense. using that to his advantage. But I love oh, yeah. her dad. Her dad is just like, this is my family. This is not right. I'm gonna put this guy in his place. I just want him to confront. A Swelu and not in English. Like I want him to like put a Swelu in his place in their native tongue. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping Why for. That's what I'm that? waiting that, for. I mean, that, I don't know. Oh, the impact of that. So I, I looked it up because I didn't know what the native language is. It's called Chamorro, mm. um, and it's uh, it's been heavily influenced. It, it seems by Spanish, but mm. it's only f- uh, fifty eight thousand people in the world speak it. So uh, you could imagine that that. Like his vocabulary, even in his native language, might be smaller than it it could be because so few people speak the language, and the language mm, may have yeah. suffered right a- as a result, um, or some of it may be lost. So, and what's interesting is like to to kick this podcast into highbrow for a moment. There's there actually go. like a lot of um, really interesting research that indicates a, a lot of people think that language is a reflection of thought and like you have thoughts in your head and you use language to articulate those thoughts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really compelling research that says the opposite is true. It's language that gives you the scaffolding to have thought. And without right. language, oh. you can't, there isn't a way to structure your thoughts. So if your, if your language is limited in some way um or if you're speaking a secondary language you you actually can't form the the right like a certain depth of thought or have certain concepts at hand to even try to express so his you know when i say like there might be something developmental going on you know i i that might be a really nasty thing to say but like he acts like a teenager you know that's that's just how he expresses himself and locking himself in the room and playing video games and being like no i'm not leaving my room dude you're an adult and you have kids. And like, leaving on the bus. Like, oh. what are you so doing? Before, oh, my God. So before the birthday party, before the dad <laughs> gets there, they get to wherever they're staying in California. Yeah. And there's more crosstalk and Asuelu just decides he's had enough. He puts together his, you know, suitcase, his little lunchbox <laughs> or whatever, his bandana tied together in a ball at the end of a stick it's called a bindle a bindle (laughs) and um he leaves and the crew the camera crew from my fiance follow him he takes off the lavalier and he's just like i'm going i'm goodbye i'm going to another city but he got on like a local bus so he's just gonna go and go back to utah (laughs) and then it turns out in the next episode we learn that he played this whole game with Kalani all night where yes. he was like, all right, I'm here. Come pick me up. And she would go there and it was, he lied. That and is he gave absolutely her different- Oh my God. That That's drove offensive. me insane. This woman does so not have time to deal with this. His two kids. Yeah. Honestly, Kalani, if you're listening to this, you deserve better. Yes. yes. Kick him Although, to the curb. Although I have a beef with you, Kalani. 
So you said that Asuelu threatened you and said he was going to get on a bus to go back to Utah. And I'm mad because I think you should have called his bluff. Pull out a map and be like, tell me where Utah is. If you can tell me where it is on this map, I will let you go. I will pay for your ticket. <laughs> Surprised if you knew the name Utah. There's a scene. Asuelu is locked up in the room. And the sister, she was like big on their season of Nine Day Fiance. She gets her to the breakfast and they're explaining to the dad what happened. And you can just see he's getting pissed. Like the camera is facing the sister and her face is just like, I told y'all. Yes. Like, that I told you so look that is like pl- just permanently. Yes. Because she warned her sister. She was like, this guy, like, what are you going to do? And she had an epiphany that, oh, my God, this is how every single family holiday meaning is going to be for the next 100 years. Yes. I mean, it didn't break out into a fist fight (laughs) like family Chantel in the one episode. (laughs) (laughs) So it could have been worse. (laughs) I know. And you can tell her dad is ready. He is ready to, you know, beat him up. Honestly, that would stand up in a court of law. You know, that wouldn't be assault. Sure. That would just be he, he had it coming. And the jury would say, yep. He had it coming. I mean, imagine yep. them going on Judge Judy. I feel like Judge Judy is the place you go if you're on 90 Day Fiance. Yes. If you have any kind of legal dispute, you you can't go to a normal court. You go to Judge Judy. Imagine mm-hmm. explaining all of this. She'd be like, Kalani, you are you opened a joint bank account with this man. That's mm. Judge Judy's big thing. You oh, don't open good. a joint bank account. I was hoping for like a moment of redemption for him if when it was like, I don't like you, like I'm mad at you as my wife, but it's because this is for my kid. I'll suck it up and put on a face. And then when he was like, I don't want to come out. I don't want to take a shower. I'm like, fuck it. You suck. Just whatever. Like there was no point anymore. No. Yeah. He had many opportunities. So he finally comes out to enjoy the birthday party. And, you know, the only thing you could see is just he's scared of his father-in-law and so I feel like at this point, like his father-in-law has to say something. Like that's the only thing other than just sending Asuelu back to Samoa for a month or two mm-hmm. that's going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And what he says to him is, I forget the details, but like the just the tone and the way he approached the conversation and he, just how like extremely intense and articulate and like just concise he was about yeah. like you can't act like this you know this is my daughter these are my grandchildren you are the father that's the sense i don't i'm paraphrasing that was the tone was and oswelo was listening yeah you know you could tell that like i need i need that guy's wisdom bottled up you know where can we get get that guy he ends it with i told him how it is but next time i'm gonna whoop his ass yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. Yes. And he definitely. will. Yeah, I want to oh, see it. Yeah. And I want to see his buddies come over too. The mm. volleyball team? No, no, the dad's buddies. Oh, I was oh. like, oh. you would think Asuelo's The dad's gonna... buddies <laughs> versus Asuelo's buddies <laughs> volleyball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this show needs. Oh, God. Oh, man. I, uh, I, I do not have high hopes for these guys but i guess we'll see in the weeks to come mm-hmm. i mean team kalani yes I... don't, you. don't terrorize me with your pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> next on the list america's sweethearts we have 
Paul and Carini. I don't know why I love them so much and I want them to succeed. No one. Oh, but no. she, she legit hates him. hates him. Hate. Oh, yeah. She absolutely hates him. Burning. We, ta- we just talked about this. She's learning English purely to tell him how <laughs> shitty he is. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I just, I imagine her coming home from school, like from learning that. She's like, hey, guess what I learned today? <laughs> You're a shitty husband. <laughs> you are a failure. You're a bad man. Look, <laughs> so good. he's coming back to the country. He hasn't been in the U.S. in a while, and he doesn't have anything. It's going to take a little while to build some stuff up. No, you know? man, come on. He's what? In his late 30s? Get it together. No. Mm-hmm. He's no. our age. And he's clearly done this so many times. Even his mother is like, that's it. That is absolutely yeah, it. I'm not helping I you. And there's a baby really this time like around. And she won't even help. Yeah. Paul takes Karini to his parents' house to show her the car. He has mm. a car that he left there from when he lived in the U.S. He's like, it's going to be our car. It's going to be great. They get there. And first, he notices that her mom took off the house keys from the car keys. <laughs> so they can't get into the house. And he's <laughs> pissed. And then we see the car. And I mean, it's a mess. How long was he mess. in Brazil, first of all? Like months, right? Months. Maybe yeah. a year? Oh, months? Had to be. I don't know. Yeah. So that car has been sitting there filled with old food? Yep. Uh. Yeah. Gross. He pulls old food out of the car. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like, dude, okay, I can understand. So you have kind of a like a junky car, and it's been in an accident. Like I, I get it, you you got to do what you got to do. The borderline hoarder level trash situation in the car is not cool. But it's it's no. so funny Disgusting. now because we saw when we first met him, he was so concerned about germs and the poop water and the yeah. fish swimming yes. up his oh, penis. Yeah, that's a good point. And now we mm-hmm. see, oh, wow, Paul, <laughs> you aren't really so concerned about cleanliness and germs, are you? So was this... Drinking the tap water in Flint, Michigan. Yeah, so why is it okay for you to fill your use your car as an actual dumpster? Yeah. Like, why is that okay? Yeah. So gross. He's like cleaning out the car and Karini's just looking at him like, you're a fucking mess. And he's uh-huh. like, what? You used to live in a hut. Yeah. He actually, oh, he says dude. that. That was like, are you fucking... Do you want to die today, sir? <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> hmm. It wasn't called for, but I mean, look, Paul is trying his best. Is he? I'm not no. saying he's trying hard. No. I'm just saying he's trying his best. And his allegedly, okay, I get what you're saying. His best, his is best pathetic. is really poor. Okay, but <laughs> he's not still a good effort. Doing his best. The best he could do is very little, is what you're saying. Yeah, and so I think like Paul really needs to sell Carini on America, and I think Todd, it seems like you and I both. It seems like one of the reasons we really love this show is just seeing the perceptions that foreigners have about America from media versus when they actually get here. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Karini is just like, you know, some of this is worse than what was in Brazil. Right. Mm-hmm. Other stuff that you're bragging about, like the grocery store, we have grocery stores too. This isn't any at all like impressive. No. So it's like, I don't know anything about Brazil, but I feel like if I would have been there, I would have known, hey, what's going to really blow her off her feet if you're trying to sell her on America? 
Or yeah. excuse me, the United States of America. He's not doing great so mm-hmm. far. Yeah, like Louisville is is a nice place. It's just like a normal nice place. That there, there's not a lot that I mean. I've I've been there, um, and it's fine. Uh, I I can't think of a lot that's, that's the, like that's the the motto of the city. Yeah, it's I've fine. been there. It's fine. Louisville <laughs> is it's that's fine. the motto. Yeah. I've been there. It's fine. Uh, it, it, okay, so there's like the there's the Kentucky Derby. That's it's famous there's for that. The baseball right? bat. The Louisville, sure, Louisville Slugger. Slugger. Yeah. That's right. So there's some great, like, you know, real Americana things that he can show her. But it's Kentucky also basketball. not the kind of U.S. that she might have in her mind, like New York or L.A., right? Those are the two things, I'm pretty sure, that people outside yeah. of the United States think of when they think of the United States. The vast majority of the country is nothing like either of those places. It's like Louisville. That's a really typical American experience. It's the the stuff that's bad here is like almost just as bad as the bad stuff everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're just going from bad situation to bad situation, and that happens to so many people in this show. And I don't think Karini is asking for anything fancy. She even says she's like, I no. just want a house with what does she say with two bedrooms and a backyard yeah. so that my baby can run around. That's all she's asking I mean, for. She's not asking for a mansion or like a high rise, like penthouse apartment or something. That's all she wants. I guess I'm just wondering, like while he was in Brazil, what was he doing? Did he prep at all? No. To come to the, you know, there's internet. You could look for jobs and I'd get your shit together from Brazil. Well, one thing I think he's not going to be able to do is be a spokesman for um, maxi pads oh, or any kind oh, of oh no oh, that scene <laughs> explained so I'm hitting the button I'm hitting oh, the button oh he's hitting the button hit the button Brandon Damn. hit the button alright that scene where he goes to wherever they uh, a grocery store or CVS or wherever they went right and he yeah. he and Karina have that standoff that is like it's like a psychological experiment right he is he's saying I should buy five of these because if I buy five of them, I'll get like what five more at a cheaper price, right? And he's like, it's a what's it, he it was keeps using five the, the, for five dollars and other so basically it was a dollar ninety nine per package of baby wipes, or it was one dollar okay. per wipe if you bought five. Okay. And he kept using a word. It was it wasn't bargain, it wasn't discount, it was like it's a like not a giveaway. There's some word that he kept using. Promotion. A promotion. It's promotion. like a promotion. Yeah. It's a promotion. He's like, You don't get it. It's a promotion. <laughs> and she is saying, No, you don't get it. We don't need that thing at all. <laughs> right? And he this is like this is the US American mindset. It's it's the whole weird like psychological loss aversion cost strategy thing where you're like, "Oh, that thing is on sale. I can get it cheaper than I can normally get it. I should get it." But the real question is, should you do you need it at all? <laughs> Not is it cheaper than usual? Like do you need it at all? So he does the whole like, but look, if I get this, we save this much money. And she's saying, we don't need it. So I don't want it at all. And then he goes like from item to item. And the <laughs> whole incredible, idiotic, I, I don't know where to begin with this like version of mansplaining that he has, <laughs> where he's like not quite explaining pads to her, but he's like, but you need these, right? And she's like, no, I don't. Like, I, I've, I'm good. <laughs> 
don't don't do this and he's like but i should get him and so he re- she refuses rightfully to engage in this conversation and so then what does he say i'll go ask the pharmacist not the woman who will use it i'm not going to talk to the woman who's going to use the thing i'm i'm going to go talk to a pharmacist about <laughs> what the woman i'm next to should use and then there's that scene where they do the one-on-one and he's talking about like obviously the producers are like do you know what a pad is <laughs> and he just he tries he's like he says something like it's like a diaper but in the front oh and then yeah. and then he does this yeah. he you does the it? and then like the tampon yeah. like goes in the he says yes, it goes in the he hole does the finger motion. and he does the finger yes. going into your into your index finger and thumb create a loop and then the other index finger oh pokes God. into it like the sex symbol Oh, and he does that for a tampon. No, I don't need. What's, Dude. what's best? I don't understand these things. Can you help me? Which, what do you like? No, Which you don't understand like? she doesn't need it, bro. You know, well, help me understand. Stop it. I got maxi Dude, just pads, don't buy like it. Like she said she doesn't need it. Diaper in the front, and then <laughs> tampons just kind of like go in the hole. Uh, <laughs> no. Right? You, I know you don't like the wings. You don't like wings. The wings. <laughs> you like the wings. You know, Dude, Paul. Superflow, okay. flow, the and pearls. Okay. And Pearl, sport, diamonds. <laughs> diamonds. Are these good? Heavy flow. The, the diamonds. <laughs> there are so <laughs> many. This is like such an unbelievably personal choice. It's, yep. And there's so Bam. many different kinds that even when you need one as a woman and you ask, you don't have one. If you're stuck somewhere, you don't have one. You ask around. You do like the whole, hey, does anybody have a tampon? And you get one. So weird. And every single time I've ever done that, I'm like, oh, really? You use this kind? What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Yep. <laughs> like, I, like, that's how personal it is. Like, there's a moment of like, yeah. oh, thank God you have one. But also, why do you use this kind, man? Yeah. What? There is no equivalent for men. There is no, f- <laughs> that interaction that you're talking about. You guys like, don't even- have emergency jock straps? Like, you don't need <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Even no. if I were to try to think of a thing that is like, really personal that would elicit that kind of reaction plug? like okay Are you guys share your butt plugs <laughs> we do we're like i'm like, like brandon oh, you like that did, one did, oh, did you I bring guess. a bp with you because i really need just one just pop and, it out and he, let me put it in yeah he takes out a yeah, dragon and i'm like i don't i'm you really you're into that kind of thing well, my i it's just not to, for me it's just you know they're all powered by those damn battery watches so i don't like lending it out because it's such a damn hassle to replace the battery on my butt dildo there you go there it is butt dildo and butt plugs oh. are very different things sir noob Huh, I guess no, they are, the same, aren't they? the exact same thing. No, no one the plugs, the other... Also... No, yeah, one dildo. plugs, the other... Dildos. Doesn't the other <laughs> plug. You know. <laughs> also, there's just... There's some things that you don't need to buy on sale or when there's a promotion, <laughs> and pads and tampons yeah. are those things. It's true. I don't care. Yeah. Like, no. if it's... It could be marked down, it could be free. Like it could be free. It could be the kind that like has the thick cardboard you mm-hmm. only find at a hotel. Ugh. Yeah. And it's so like, like so wait, big. It's like made the for applicator? like a applicator. It's yeah. Made. It's biodegradable. Oh, it's so. It's made out of cardboard. The it's made out of cardboard. Is. Yeah, it's not comfortable. Okay, we don't. I'm, I have so many questions now about yeah, how that works, see? but we don't. Maybe that's not. But at least you're willing to ask, and you're not willing to mansplain to us about what you I don't think know, it is. I don't know how any of this. I know how it works, but I don't have an opinion. Honestly, when I heard Paul explain it, I thought he did a better job than I'd be able to. <laughs> Wait, you you think you could not do better than it goes in the hole? 
Yeah. I, you would do a worse job than that? Man, if Brandon, you told the word period and he like shrinks. Yeah. Like, ah, and runs away. So my issue is like, look, man, maybe she needs this. Maybe she doesn't. But you don't need to ask her. On national television. Repeatedly. Yes. Over and over again. Because you and know insist, what? insist. Insist that she, she needs it. Yeah. She didn't take you to the condom section and say, oh, do you need Magnum? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, <laughs> You don't need a Magnum. There was a condom thing in the last episode with Jihoon, but... Yes. So, well, I, yeah, that was the thing I was thinking of. Like, what is the... Cl- like, it's not a close equivalent, but what is the closest equivalent? It would be that. Sure. And like, do you use spermicide or no spermicide? Do you use ribbed or no ribbed? But I don't think it's that personal. Like, even for it's not that personal. Yeah, because you're still using it with eh. someone else. You're using it with another person. You're not using a tampon with another person that requires the other person to give their feedback. And you're using it for like ten seconds tops. Yeah, and also the condom. Am I right? Yeah, the condom or the tampon. Ten seconds. The condom. You're using it like ten seconds, (laughs) and it's over with. You so don't need sad. it ever again, right? Yeah. I mean, that's my right. Todd, just so you know, I'm a I'm a ribbed for her pleasure kind of guy. Yeah. How generous of you! That's I'm you guys. Giver. Yeah, you're no. such a nice guy. No, you re- you really have other people's needs. At heart. That's yeah. why. Okay, it's the trust issue. That's why it's so personal because you have to trust this thing to not cause you to have a giant circle of blood on your butt spill it's true you're trusting yeah. this thing mm. to like make that happen for you and there is no equivalent of that for men no it sucks yeah well what paul was describing sounded like something like you'd seen like the 1930s mm-hmm. there's like a belt i've heard it, it was a belt that you wore yeah very popular with hipsters right now it's like a <laughs> yeah, an artisan. An artisan. It's a vintage, vintage artisan. Uh, pad made out of organic uh, kale. <laughs> Poor Karini, man. Oh. And then he's like doing this whole thing, and then she just says, typical Paul, ridiculous. <laughs> She's Dude, her so English is. She loves him. So good. She loves him. No. America's sweetheart. She's so done with him. She's so embarrassed by so him. And this baby, the poor baby, is always like sleeping. But any day now, he's going to be a little bit more alert. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to start overhearing uh, this stuff and really processing it. She's going to be like, son, your your dad ran away again. <laughs> You're the man of the house. <laughs> he got mad and he literally ran. His first words are going to be like, Bad husband. By the way, will someone give me some feedback on the Running Man poster? Is it terrible? Is it decent? I didn't see it. I mean, it's it's okay. It's fine. No, it's 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 all right. It's the Louisville of the work that you've been doing so far. It's fine. Okay, (laughs) that's fair. That's what I felt when I saw it today. After a day. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're not done. So, yeah, we see that. But then they're looking for a house, right? This first house that they go to. Guys. Oh. It's not good. There's, I don't even know how to explain it. There's like, it's it's falling apart. There's trash everywhere. What kind of commission is this realtor going to earn on a... (laughs) On an as-is trailer that has had the walls ripped out? How much is that going for? Ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was a like. Dumb. What is she, I love what that is, the realtor. Kind of, the one point isn't she like? Oh, you don't like it? <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> She's like, yeah, I hate it too. Sorry. It's terrible. <laughs> and can we... It's not livable. This is kind of a spoiler for the, the other season of the show that's going on right now, but it looks very similar to the apartment in the apartments in Ethiopia. I felt mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yes. Yep. It does. It's all the same the world over. House hunting is a big topic this two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And men are really are, striking. That sounds like a spinoff, like 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, Apartment hu- House Hunter. I was honestly, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. <laughs> apartment I was hunting. waiting for them to turn the corner and go into the bathroom and like see Rose's dad showering. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh hey (laughs) he's back so despite like all of this sadness and poverty and all of this there was one moment in their plot line in these last two episodes and this says a lot about like the state of our country and how like we're how we're just trying to grasp onto something decent there was a moment where i actually felt national pride in their plot line and it was in the hotel when he's like, do you want water? And he got it from the tap. That's all mm-hmm. we have. We have tap water, everybody. We have drinkable tap. That's a thing. Mostly. It's mo- in most, in most places. places. It's In a lot of places, it's not. But hey, that's we'll something it. we got. Yeah. Go back to school, children. Everything's fine. You got clean yeah. tap water. Kids go to school. Take your tap water. Go back to school. Wear your... Wear your mask. Don't, go to no, school. Don't wear your mask. Don't wear a mask. You're, that, you're right. How else are you going to drink that clean tap water? <laughs> Get back in there. Stay after school. That's it. That's that's all that's I have. That's Yay. Next couple. Such an idiot. I swear to God, he's such an idiot. Well, that would have yep. been perfect. That would have been perfect. Next up, we have... Tanya and Sinjin, which I don't know why they were even married. So I'm not sure they were in the first episode, but they were definitely in the second episode. We pick up with Tanya with her friends. Um, And you know what I realized watching this scene is, uh, Todd, I want you and I to go to a nail salon just so we can gossip about the ladies. We don't have an we don't have an equivalent of that. We don't. Well, yeah. No, not really. You know, there was something that that showed up. I don't mean to keep blending shows, but there was a comment in 90 Day the Other Way that we'll get to in a future episode where uh, uh, the couple in India. Sumit and Jenny. Jenny. She makes a comment. Jenny makes a comment about how uh, male friends in India are super, super close. And that Mm -hmm. stood out to me because I was like, I don't have any super close male friends. Aww. Aww. I, I'm so happy you said I don't either. We need Aww. to become super close male friends. That's sad. You guys could share butt plugs. Aww. That's, that's right. Maybe do the ones that have two ends so you guys can do it together. <laughs> oh, we can. That's right. We can both plug up yeah. simultaneously. That's, so, that's like a weird. Isn't that one of the. Uh, the sequels to Avatar? That's the. Premise of that's how they save home tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Y'all, isn't that what golf is about? Find my unobtainium. I've never golfed, but don't men go golfing to gossip? What else do you fucking do in golf? Hit that little ball and gossip. 
There we so, go. Hey, Angela. No, oh, wait, wait. Tanya and Sinjin. I mean, they're not going to stay oh, together. Oh, that's right, them. She's complaining again about Sinjin's drinking. She's complaining because I guess he doesn't have like a lot of goals. I mean, this is also the same guy in like the first season when you asked him what he wanted to do. One of his options as a career was an opera singer. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't wait. He said that yeah. he's like, I could go into carpentry or whatever, or I could even do opera. <laughs> and then he tried to sing opera in front of <laughs> Tanya's friends. If that dude can't pour a Guinness, he will not be able to <laughs> sing opera. <laughs> Sorry. Well, did he not get, is that definitive? Did he not get that job? Yeah, he did confirms. not get the job. Yeah, she confirmed yeah. that he did not I, get the job. It, that I guy feel bad for the dude. He obviously feels terrible. He feels terrible about like his prospects and what's happened and how they're stuck at home and all of this. And like, He's not the soulmate, so he's got that clicking around in the back yeah, of the Yeah, so always. It they bring always. it back. They go to dinner, right? And um, he pretty much, he just says straight up, like, hey, I never saw myself actually making a life in America. I don't want to stay here. And I don't think it's fair that you want to have kids with me and keep me here when I'm not your soulmate. It's like, he's I right. mean, I don't blame yeah. him. Yeah, People's impression of the U.S. right now for all those... 90 day fiance, you know, aspiring stars is, is not great. So you don't have the kind of leverage that you might have had before. But also, mm-hmm. she said he's not his her soulmate. Right. I mean. Yeah, that that's it. They, that You cannot recover from that. Yeah. That, that's no, big. But it was it was over when she said that. Mm-hmm. But I think there's one thing that could potentially help. And it's if Sinjin could just find a a few guys to play volleyball with, <laughs> and he might <laughs> uh, just a few South Africans up. to play volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for when they break up. He has to dramatically, like in slow motion, rip off that necklace, <laughs> which I think has her blood in it or something. It means something oh. to their relationship. And it's just like I'm done, and That's then throws right. it. <laughs> she put she put her blood in a vial. And she doesn't even wear it, I don't think. She doesn't wear his blood. And he's just like, what the fuck am I doing? so Twilight. Or like... (laughs) I'm going to have to banish them with with Tim and the Colombian lady. (laughs) I just don't care. I I can't bring myself to care. The first season they were on, we loved being mad at at Tanya all the time. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, I... I'm not really mad at her. I'm not mad at him. I just like, I think that they're both boring and uh, I don't understand what the point is. Why are we watching this? Is it punishment? Did we do something wrong? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> what did we do? These viewers not We're live so up to sorry. TLC's expectations. <laughs> what did we do? Please. Uh, sorry, Tanya and Sinjin. Uh, you're boring. Don't terrorize <laughs> me with your pregnancy. All right, we are on oh Elizabeth and Andre. Now this is what we've we want. This is, what we dream of. this is what we love. We love this kind of thing. We live for it, right? As ninety day fans, we live yeah. for this kind mm-hmm. of a thing. the second wedding. It doesn't happen very often. Mm-mm. They land in Moldova. My big fat Moldovian wedding. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we see them land in Moldova and his family welcome them and it's all very sweet. Um, and then they're like 
eating and dun 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 they're all speaking romanian in front of Livy, and she's just like what what's happening and turns out surprise she needs to get baptized before the wedding what was this not known mentioned before like andreas has a way of telling truths and pieces like progressing oh truths. Mm-hmm. yeah so he, oh yeah, there was this, uh, there was a story about that that documentary of somebody eventually being led to commit murder, and and yeah, how yeah, you yeah. start by having them do something, you know, just slightly a little bit tiny wrong, and then you just build and build and build. That's how he has built this whole relationship. Yeah, he probably started with like one little falsehood and a little uh, kind of obscuring the facts, then it just builds and builds. Oh, you know, it's a it's a family tradition. We need to be married mm-hmm. in Moldova. Like, okay, that's reasonable. Uh, and uh, it has to happen very quickly because we have to be married before the baby can be baptized. Okay, that's a lot of pressure. Uh, yeah, and you know, if the baby's not baptized and et cetera, et cetera, this is an Orthodox religion. So, you know, that means the baby goes to limbo or hell or whatever if, you know, something happens. So it's kind of a big deal. Uh, and then they get over there and then suddenly like, oh yeah, and for you to be married, you have to be baptized into our religion so we can be married so the baby can be baptized into our religion and it's all going to happen this week. Yeah. What the fuck? That's really lame. Yeah. And she's a Baptist, which means she's not interested in other versions of Christianity. Yeah. Right? Just to remind you guys, all of you have contractually agreed to our Moldovan tour. I'm just going to let you know now that also involves baptisms (laughs) at every stop we go to. We're going to get baptized. 32 times. That's right. Great. In Moldova. If you cross your fingers while you do it, it doesn't count. There you go. Like, he claims that he's been planning this wedding for all this time. Did he not get this very basic information in order to get married? You need to get baptized. The dude's a liar. Like, yeah. He hasn't been planning shit. No, they don't even have a menu. Still, I'm just going to give him some advice, which is like we said on the last episode, what we did bribe a priest, yo. Just, I asked if we should cut that. You're like so confident this is never gonna come and bite us in the ass. I feel like no one cares. I was kind of hoping that you know once we started talking to some of uh, Andrea's like friends and family because he's always talking about how the Moldovan culture is a lot more repressive towards women. Um, Maybe that's not the words he used, but that's the impression that I get. I would love, I was just hoping they'd be like, yeah, it's weird. You know, Andreas has such like a backwards and like old view of like gender roles. But in Moldova, you know, everything is, you know, things are equal. But I don't think that's what we're getting. No, there's some weird. It It's pointed out very uh, succinctly that he wants to take this like patriarchal, very sort of alpha male uh, stance as the head of the household and yet he stays at home and takes care of the kids yeah. doesn't have an income doesn't have a job she brings in all of the money mm-hmm. from her family's business yeah it's the, the cognitive dissonance going on with this guy about who he thinks he is versus who he actually is and like just accept it man like when when he gets together with his buddies they're all calling they, him out on it right they call him out on it mm-hmm. like Dude, so you don't have a job? He's like, no, nah, huh. like <laughs> that's not cool. Yeah, uh, you know, like the the United States is changing him. It's like it's making him soft, and you know, he he doesn't seem to. No, like, dude, everybody's got to work. You're you're in a position right now where 
both of, both of you need to work. Mm-hmm. Just work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I misheard the conversation that they were having like during that scene, but it seemed like he was almost saying like, um, like, oh, feminism, you know, like they're, they, the women love being in charge and that means that I don't, I don't have to work. I can just, I can stay home and I can, I can be a dad. It was almost like he is so angry about that, that he's using that to punish her. Like, oh, yeah. you think mm-hmm. that you're, you're so independent and you're, you're so, you're so important. Well, hey, I'm going to make things harder for you and I'm just mm-hmm. going to not work. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. That's how I took it. I don't know if that's the wrong way, but it just seemed well like put. a weird punishment yeah. thing. Yeah, it, it did sound like that. He also twists words. I noticed it on the scene when they're like having breakfast with his mom mm-hmm. and the breakfast prepares this beautiful spread of food. Right. And Libby's like, Oh, do you make this every morning? And she's oh, like, yeah, yeah. God. Every morning. And he's like, yeah, Moldovan women, whatever. And she's like, Oh, don't you get tired? And the mom's answer that we read in subtitles is of course. Yeah. I get tired. And Andre interrupts the mom and he's like, no, no, no. She doesn't get tired. This is what Moldovan women do every morning because they w- work for their man and whatever. He starts yeah. like this what a whole speech. And it's like, you just changed what? He's just using that to mm-hmm. like word stab at his wife for whatever reason when she's the breadwinner. And the whole point of, of traveling the world and meeting other cultures is understanding like, how can my, how can I evolve? How can my view yeah. of the way people should be evolve? And I'm not trying to say that everything that uh, in the United States is is right and great. I think part of the way we view things is we always should be trying to make them better. I just don't understand how you can see two different ideas, one in which artificially holds some group that is born a certain way as subjugated to another group as a better option after you've been exposed to something that allows people to have a little bit more equality. Like we're not going to kid ourselves and say America is the most equal place. It's not. But when you do get to see that, I don't understand how you aren't like, hey, this is an example of something we should be pursuing. But it's almost like he's nostalgic and he misses this what should be objectively, not a cultural dependency. This should be an objective truth that the way that he views how men and women should behave is archaic and bad. And I don't care if anyone thinks I'm being, I don't know, whatever. Like I'm looking at an American, like I think this is, a core of liberalism is to be able to look at a bunch of different ideas and ways to do things and try to find an objective truth. And I feel like it's fair to say an objective truth should be we shouldn't subjugate or treat somebody a certain way or expect a certain thing from them just because how they were born. And it's frustrating to see somebody confronted with those options and nostalgic for one that I think is inferior. Mm-hmm. It's where he gets his identity. His, his his sense of pride and belonging and who he is because he has nothing else. It seems, I mean, I who knows? We only see what the show, sure. based yeah. on what we've seen in the show, he has nothing else to cling to except the fact that he's a man. That's it, right? And he's kind of like a man's man. He kind of looks like that, right? He has that, he carries himself in the world that way. And whether that's true or not, 
his identity as a man and therefore being all the, the qualities that either are awarded to him as a result of this that he hasn't earned or has earned, maybe he thinks he has earned them, that's all he's got. So he has to feel superior. I think that's what drives so much of there's got to be a better word than chauvinism for this. Like there's it because it's it's like a, a male superiority complex, mm-hmm. right? That's what drives most of that is just simply I'm superior because you are inferior, not because I'm actually better. Yeah, yeah. it's just that you're worse. So I'm automatically and, better. Yeah, that's it. So you know how we were talking about how the women that are from the other countries are learning English. <laughs> To purposely berate their husbands. <laughs> I think there's an opportunity here for the women to learn the other languages to prevent their husbands from berating them in front of everyone else, especially mm-hmm. when they're going over to the other country to visit family and friends. Definitely. And she speaks a bit of Romanian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assume it's Romanian because that's the official language. I- I don't know if she's actually speaking Russian. I, I don't know. I did love how she was talking to, Elizabeth was talking to Andrea's sisters. She could say, oh, you know, yeah, there are certain things about my fa- about Andrea's that my family doesn't like. But she specifically lists like 30 things that they don't <laughs> like about him. He's not honest. He's not hardworking. He makes everything about himself like, and you just see like the eyes getting bigger from Andrea's family. And, just, <laughs> and he constantly, constantly interrupts her. Yeah. Yes. What does she see? Like, <sighs> he's almost like a, he reminds me of a, uh, like a failed Sasha Baron Cohen character sometimes <laughs> where it's like, oh, this was supposed to be like a funny character, but it's just, it just wound up being like really rude. Just mean and sad. And sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to use it. It's not funny. It's just sad. I'm just hoping that, you know, this is him trying to be a character. So they get on another season of Happily Ever After and collecting those checks I think there's a little bit of that. You know, though, he's not a horrible person on Pillow Talk. Exactly. Exactly. But what what is required of him on Pillow Talk? Right. Just well, he, talk he about still makes else. commentary on other people, but again, he still judges. But I'm like, why are you likable? You are confusing my feelings watching you on here and then seeing yes. how you are on the other show. I think he's doing a character. I think that, that yes, I think he gets what's good. That dude, let's face it. For whether he's genuine or not in his in this disgusting behavior, he is very smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a fiddle, right? He's just playing everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am dancing. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully we uh that, that storyline will continue to evolve. They're already in Moldova now, so hopefully it'll keep Can't getting wait to see the wedding. Crazier. <laughs> I couldn't tell from the shower. My whole family and is so clean. Okay. Angela and Michael. I have no jokes for this storyline because Angela's going through some intense shit. Ugh. Yeah. She is going through some intense shit, but I can still make fun of the shoes she picked out for Michael because they're red, glittery shoes. And to me, that's funny. Anyone else <laughs> thinks that's funny? <laughs> The only funny thing in this story are the shoes that she picked. I will say, like, I really enjoyed hearing Michael's mother talk positively about Angela. And that especially, was his sister. That was his sister. Oh, thank you. His sister. Especially in the how, like, Angela can grow and she can be tolerant. Because I think, in my mind, every memory of Angela, she's like, rah, 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 rah. But, you know, then we saw yeah. this montage that of things I assumed happened. 
I assume they didn't yeah, just no, film they these things them. new. And it's, you know, her trying to be tolerant and trying to be respectful. And, you know, it's just, man, this season is really like all about how Angela is awesome. We see another scene with her and her mother, her sick mother. And yeah, you know, I think all of her grandkids. Yeah, all the grandkids. I don't know if the subtext is both Angela and her mother know that her mother is does not have much time left. But there's a very a pretty explicit conversation about do you want me to go to pursue Michael knowing that you could you could die Mm -hmm. and I'm not here. And it seems like her Mm -hmm. mother says, you know, follow your heart. You know, and her mom says, and I I loved it. Her mom's like, just go get married, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, just just stop talking to me about it. Just in go. my head, it was follow your heart and a big speech. Oh, well, <laughs> I feel like everything's fine because she's already laid out her funeral plans to uh, have her body propped up on rollerblades in New Orleans. <laughs> I remember that from the last episode. <laughs> Not invite Mrs. RLS. 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 Yeah, <laughs> she's never she's never been invited. <laughs> oh boy. So Michael, we start with Michael chatting with his sister about Angela, like coming to Nigeria, whatever. And the sister's like, okay, since most likely she won't able to have a, she won't be able to have a kid, right? Would she be open to the idea of you having a child with someone else, and then somehow that child gets presented to Angela? I don't know how that works. And he's like, yeah. no, that's not going to happen. I mean, why not? When you think about it, go on. Kristen, if I presented a, a baby to you and I'm like, this is your baby now. <laughs> I don't know. We've all been stuck together in quarantine since March. <laughs> what if it was just, you know, you had this baby that you you passed around. And you're like, OK, well, now Michael, who's been living with me in my house since March, he's going to go live with this other woman spend some time with a baby wouldn't you be like that sounds great i love this arrangement this is so good (laughs) right everyone passes the baby how is somebody like angela ever because here's like the bitter truth of the situation is she cannot and should not have a child sure yeah i mean she cannot so let's just be real okay and so that's not going to work out, and that's going to really upset Michael and especially his family, because this is a, a culture in which the family has a lot of you know influence on on an individual's life, mm-hmm. and so their culture has a built-in mechanism for this, right? And that is just get another wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Angela, come on, that's what's going to happen. So, are you okay with that? Because if you're not, you need to not go. I don't know. She seems to have to wear the pants in the relationship. I think Michael is just going to do whatever she wants. Well, Paula, how do you feel about Kristen's perspective? Because, I mean, I feel like you were the one that, like, the other day had to just take a drive to get away from me and the dogs. Get Paula's over like, it! I'm going oh, on a drive. I'm like, dang. oh, can we come? She's like, well, the point is to get away from all of you. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I did. I admitted oh, wow. the other day. Guys, Brandon and I share an office. We're together 24-7. The dogs were barking and driving me crazy. He was watching TV super loud and at the same time watching videos on his phone super loud. And I was like, I 
can't. I just need to go <laughs> drive just, around. Like, for the car, and I'm like, I wanted to I, listen to I my podcast. Come? Can I come? Yeah, oh I was like, God. I'm gonna go just drive around for ten minutes. Can I come with you? I gotta watch all these videos. <laughs> like, you wanted I was to like, come. Later, you wanna come? I was like, no, no, <laughs> I need ten minutes by myself. This was like three days ago, and he's still offended. So can I take another wife? No. Oh. <laughs> but I think, especially if there's a kid involved, like we used to, there are still some communities where you share child child care, right? Yeah. And I know I have mm-hmm. some divorce lady friends who when one uh was going through a divorce i was like oh i'm so sorry and she was like actually this is awesome because my kid just like goes away for a week now and i can do whatever i want yeah and i was like oh cool and she was like don't feel sad for me this is great i wish i'd realized this sooner i just get like time to myself now that's the way to do it man (laughs) so that'll likely be an issue but I'm wondering if maybe some of Angela's health concerns might, you know, become a bigger issue, but I guess we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, then we see like a really sweet scene where she's trying on her wedding dress for her mom and like all of her grandkids and they're all like screaming and cheering for her. They're so cute. So cute. Um, she has this huge crown to wear with her dress (laughs) and like a matching crown for Michael for him to wear at their wedding. Um, It's very cute. That was all very cute. And then um, we see her, like she goes and shops for Michael, like for a suit and whatever. And this friend that we've never ever met and like all of the seasons that Angela has been around, she's like, I'll go with you to Nigeria as her witness. So now she has a witness. So yeah. I thought she worked at the store. <laughs> yeah, she's like, is this a random lady? She was like, I work at it, but I'm, I'll come with you. I was like, Angela, you're like asking everyone, eh? Like, what's happening? And she just said yes. She's like, I work at this store full time, but like, I will answer the call. She told a very <laughs> compelling story. Like, there's the fucking Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good lord. Yeah. So then, finally, we see Angela arrive in Nigeria. No, I'm sorry. Before that, she gets a biopsy done, and <laughs> she's screaming like a maniac. And the doctor's like, I haven't done anything yet. (laughs) That's pretty funny. So they give her like the nitrous gas, which I can relate to because I get the gas every time I go to the dentist. And Angela gets all high. She gets her procedure done. We don't know the results. Hopefully Mm. they'll be good. Oh, God. I know. It's interesting to see Angela shift because I think we've seen, you know, She's played the bad guy, but now it really does seem like she's like super mom or super grandma. Yeah, yeah, I do appreciate them trying to make her less villainy in this season. There was a meme I saw, and it was like, no one works harder than <laughs> Angela's tank tops. <laughs> and I didn't realize Ooh. she had put like her phone, her wallet... <laughs> Everything was her in her bra, and I did everything it. you could see. You could see like, the shape of oh the. Oh my god! <laughs> That's right. Hey, I've got a I've got a question about that. So, like, <laughs> storing your stuff in your bras if they were pockets. Yep. 
how is that like 10% of women do that? No. 25%, 100%? A lot like of what? people do it. I do it all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. But like what What kinds of stuff? Like your like phone. Like car keys? Sometimes, well, sometimes like I'm eating and then stuff goes in there and then I just leave it because it's like a snack for later. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, guys, I think this was a fun couple episodes of Happily Ever After. How do you think everything turned out? I think that they're going to be happily ever after. Question mark? I think question I think mark. they can drop the question mark and just add a period and happily ever after done. I just want Paul and Karini to work out. Like they're I don't. That's I like don't. they're like Joni and Chachi. She deserves so much know? better. <laughs> Honestly, Karini's going to be way happier going back to Brazil, raising that baby with her family and just being Can we adopt Karini and the baby? Sure. Pierre? Mm-hmm. Is have we have have we done the tally of who we're rooting for in this season yet? We can lead us lead us up. I I don't I'm not rooting for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Plot I'm toast. rooting for Larissa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, think, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Larissa's living her best life. I respect that. I could do that. I could do that. Wait, but what was that thing that that she mentioned about? Um, her filing a police report. We didn't cover this. Yeah. At the end of the last episode, she talked about how somebody got a police report. Oh, on yep. Eric. Yep. <laughs> she filed a police report what? on Eric because she started getting okay. a lot of messages from girls like on her phone okay. and girls were calling her, quote, cheesy butt. <laughs> <laughs> so then, which oh, is so my. mean. Old cheesy That's butt. so mean. So then she assumed it was Eric that was giving away her phone number. So she filed a police report against her. That says so much about those three arrests. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. It's just like, that's her weapon. Now, was she taught this weapon? I think she was. See, now the, the. Oh, it's something something like, you know, the, 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 the student becomes the master. The student becomes the master. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Use that. No, Use that, I, that, that was all jumbled. <laughs> Start from That's scratch exactly what I, and make fine. a coherent statement or else Mrs. R.L. Stein is going to have another <laughs> review and He's it's not going to be good let's, and she'll know exactly where to start. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Okay. The apprentice has become the master. There you go. That's fine. We'll take it. Kristen, what do you think of all this mess? I don't know. I was napping so that I didn't have to go to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all the time we have. Thank you, Paula. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Todd. (laughs) Uh, You can't just you can't just dip your hat. No one can see you. I'm sorry. I'm I am doffing my hat. Thank you, Kristen. Milady. Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> I was just—I was actually just gonna wave, but that's, that's just the same as what Todd was doing. <laughs> Bye. That is all the time we have. Thank you so much for joining us on the soiree. Your mid-brow look and a night at fiance, and we'll see you next week. That is timing. Bye. 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 Bye.